0: Hello there and welcome to Captivate Insider. This is episode number 25. I hope you are keeping well and safe and that you are smashing through your podcast goals for 2022 so far. And make sure you are smashing those goals. Remember back when we first relaunched this podcast, it was back in, I think the first episode was the 3rd of January. So around that time in the first episode, or at least the first few, I told you then to write down all of your podcast goals that you wanted to achieve for this year So make sure that you've got that list somewhere and that you are referring back to it so that you can make the changes that you need to do or do some extra stuff or make some some tweaks to get your podcast rocking and rolling. But make sure you refer to your list. You should all have your list of stuff and goals that you want to do for this year, whether that be increase the number of of people listening to your your episodes. If you want to build your email list, if you want to improve how you market your podcast if you want to start to monetize your podcast and look into um, things like patreon and all that kind of stuff make sure that you're tweaking that list and certainly putting in a bit of extra work if you need to or taking your foot off the gas whatever you need to do to make sure your podcast is amazing as you um, get to the end of 2022 you don't want to look back and look at that list and think oh crikey i haven't ticked off anything from that list so make sure you've got a list and no worries if you didn't do that list back in january this is a nice good halfway point in the year to uh, to get a list rocking and rolling of all the things that you want to get done. My name's Gary, I'm the Head of Design here at Captivate. I'm your host and each week I chat to a member of our team and go behind the scenes and see what we're up to and chat about some of the features we've got coming up in the pipeline and just some general podcast industry news and commentary as well as some tips and tricks on how to use Captivate to power your podcast and anything else to do with podcasting. This week we are talking about podcast interviews, and more specifically being an interviewee on a podcast. So if you do a search for tips and tricks or advice or help on podcast interviews, nine times out of 10, you will see guides and articles and content, etc., around you being the interviewer. So you as a podcast owner, as a content creator, interviewing somebody and tips on, on how to get that rocking and rolling. There isn't as much on you being interviewed on somebody else's podcast. There's some stuff out there, of course, but generally speaking, the, the, the tips and advice are, are geared towards being the interviewer. And my guest on this week's episode from our team, she's been on loads of um, podcasts. She's guested on plenty of different podcasts. She's a very, very experienced um, podcaster herself, but uh, even in the last week, I think she's appeared on, on two or three different shows, as well as Capital Insider. So I'm joined this week by Sarah McDowell. She's our SEO manager, and we're going to have a talk around how you prepare to be interviewed, the difference between um, interviewing and being interviewed, and what the, the different vibes are with that. Uh, some tips on what you should do if, even if you are being interviewed, and you feel like the the interview is sort of dipping a little bit and what you, what can you do to, to pick that back up and so on uh, and then we're also going to touch on on something that plagues the best of us at times which is a a crappy feeling uh, imposter syndrome uh, as we as we get into that subject and and again how you can try and overcome that and, and put your best foot forward when you are being interviewed so without further ado here's my chat with sarah enjoy Hello and welcome to Captivate Insider. This is my interview for episode number 25 and welcome back to Captivate Insider. It's our SEO manager. It's Sarah. How are you doing Sarah?
1: Hello, hello. I'm very good. <laughs> How about yourself?
0: I'm very well, thank you. Hello, hello. Yes. Hello,
1: hello. <laughs> You've got to do um, the eyebrows at the same time.
0: Hello, hello. Oh, okay. Yep. <laughs> yeah. Our listener can't see that, but yeah, that was embarrassing. Yeah, but... So. Um,
1: I guess all of our listeners are now doing a lol with their eyebrows. So, you know, mm. that's what I wanted.
0: Good. There's now lots of people doing that on the train somewhere or in the office looking really <laughs> silly. Um so how have you been, dude? How's things?
1: I'm really good, thank you. Uh so yeah, got a bit um stranded. <laughs> got a bit stranded i got stranded in italy last week so i was on annual leave and um easy decided to cancel our flights home so that was all fun oh. fun and games wasn't it but we got back and yes so i've been back at work for nearly a week now so um it's good to cool. be back getting my teeth sunk into projects and and what have you so yeah
0: that's cool yeah it's always nice being away having a break we all need that that's really important that we all get rested and and whatnot but yeah there's also a little part of I don't know if you like this but there's a little part of me that's normally like "Mm, this has been great and all but yeah I do want to get stuck into something with work now yeah
1: that just means you love your job Gary
0: well yeah yeah probably should look at it that way yeah yeah. (laughs) instead of just (laughs) instead of just being bored and want to do something but no (laughs) in all seriousness I do love my job yes
1: Yes, okay it, it is good here at Captivate
0: it's rather good, yes. That's okay, hard. so welcome back. Glad you're not stranded anymore. Uh, what a shame! Oh no! Oh yeah, I'm in Italy. I'm gonna have to stay here another. I'm really sorry. I stay here another day. I mean, crap. Yeah. I know.
1: But... Worst places to be stranded.
0: Yes, yes. So the the, uh, the theme then for this week's episode is we are talking about being interviewed on a podcast. And as I waffled a little bit in the intro, there's always loads of material and content and guides and tips and everything. Whenever you do a search for um, uh, being interviewed or interview on a podcast, it's normally around you interviewing somebody. So as the podcast owner or the content creator, and you're having someone on your show, it's generally advice on how you do that stuff there's not as much on you being the interviewee and you being the guest on someone else's show and so on so i thought as you've got loads of experience with that and you've guested on plenty of podcasts yourself and you've got all that nicely tied up in a nice little podcast bow there you go experience checked it'd be great to chat to you about that stuff so we're going to dive straight in the first one is uh, a bit of history then so when did you first appear on when did you first guest on someone's podcast and were were you a bit nervous in the run-up, a bit apprehensive?
1: So, the first time I appeared as a guest on someone else's podcast was shortly after I launched my very first podcast. So, um, SEO, SAS podcast. So, obviously, um, that opened the door because I've got a podcast myself and um, people were listening and finding it um so I started to get asked to be on other people's podcasts which was amazing very flattering um so I think yeah so talking a few years ago now um but obviously there was a mixture of um feelings because you are nervous it is the fear of the unknown but there is also excitement, um so yeah, very much mixed emotions about it, um so yeah,
0: yeah, it's always it's all once uh, weird's not the right word it's it's a it's an interesting feeling in the run up to that very first one. I remember when I first got asked to go on to a podcast, and I was absolutely myself in the run up to that it was uh, yeah, because it was a it was a decent one as well, so the first so I've run a pop culture. Uh, pop culture podcast around um one of my sci-fi loves around Doctor Who and I've, I've done that since 2014 and I think it was at the beginning of 2016 I think I got asked to go on to a podcast I think it was BBC Books or Penguin Random House Books or something like that to talk about this uh this new Doctor Who book that had landed that we had reviewed on our podcast a couple of weeks prior and i was like oh god and the, something sort of hit me as well we'll come on to that subject a bit later but yeah something hit me i was like why do they want to talk to me what's that about <laughs> why do they want my thoughts on this stuff so i i'm very much with you on that one it's very mixed you're kind of pumped because you're excited you want to get into it because it's like yay yeah, someone's asked me to be on a show it's amazing but at the same time it's like mm, not sure about this one so yeah it's a very mixed one but um in the run-up to the interview, then, so as I mentioned, there's lots of content online around uh, helping people, people to interview other people on your show, but it's a very different, um, it's it's very different vibe when you're sitting on either side of the desk. So I don't know if you've done that yourself, whether you've had people on your show and you've mm. been the interviewer. I mean, I've done that quite a few times on on several podcasts that I've run over the years, and it's such a different vibe. It's a very, do you know what I mean? It's um, so during the interview as an interviewer. Your responsibility is to drive that forward and make sure that the conversation is flowing That questions are you know, mm. in the right place and brief enough that I'm very much not doing now that as, as you're asking the questions that they're brief enough that you give the other person time to, to sort of stretch their legs a bit with that stuff. But what do you prefer then? Do you prefer being an interviewer or the interviewer? Sorry.
1: This is an interesting question um, and I'm going to do... So there's always a joke in SEO that we answer every question with it depends because it (laughs) flippin' well does. It does depend. (laughs) Um, But for me, I would say I feel more relaxed as the interviewer because that is my safety net. I Because I've done that for a few years now. I've done many different... interviews with many different people from across the globe I kind of feel more sort of safe doing that if safe is the right word um because I feel like when you are an interviewee you have less control don't you um you are you are a guest on someone else's show aren't you so um I actually feel more relaxed when I'm interviewing other people because I feel like I have control. I know the structure. I'm I'm leading the conversation. I know what I'm going to edit. I know, do you know what I mean? So I just, I feel like for me, I am a lot more relaxed. Like you say, there are things that you've got to be mindful of and you need to make sure that the conversation is going in the right way, that you're not going over time, that it's interesting, that you're covering all the points. That So there's lots of stuff that you've got to think about. But I think because I've done more interviews as an interviewer. this is hard to get my head around saying the right thing uh, I feel more at ease on that side of thing
0: okay okay yeah that's interesting I've got a slightly different yeah my view is is slightly different to that in that um I think I'm the other way around slightly although
1: interesting um,
0: yeah I see what you're saying so for me I, I do like having the The control like you said of of running a podcast interview and knowing the structure and you know how to do that stuff based on your own uh, obviously your own experience with your own show so you know how it works and you know especially if you're monetizing and you know where you want to put your your little pauses for your your mid-roll ads and you know all that stuff Um, but there is a part of me as well that's like I like just having the responsibility off my shoulders for a bit and just you know having somebody fire questions at me and I can just relax a little bit and not have to worry about, um, uh, oh, am I thinking about the next question already? Have I given them enough space to answer? You know, am I interrupting them? Is this working? There's, as an interviewer, there's i think there's more things that are juggling around more plates spinning in your head does that make sense
1: yes definitely and i completely get what you mean because when you are it's like hosting a dinner party isn't it like if you are a guest at some at a dinner party and i can actually give that as an example now because covid restrictions we are having dinner parties again (laughs) (laughs) um but yeah like if you're hosting it yes you're in your surroundings it's in your house you've got control but yeah, you've got to make sure that everything's right. And so it's exactly the same with um, when you've got someone on your podcast. But I suppose the only thing that I would add to if I'm being interviewed, I just worry that the right message is coming across, that I'm coming across well, that I'm giving the right answers to the questions. So I suppose that's the bit that gets me a bit nervous because I feel like, oh, I'm the expert here. Do you know what I mean? Like, Mm -hmm. I don't you just end up thinking stupid stuff don't you and i think again we'll go into that more later um but i it's a bit of self doubt i suppose sometimes it creeps in um that makes it a little bit nerve-wracking
0: yeah for sure especially when you get asked you get asked a question and it kind of throws you for a bit if you ever had that where you're on a you're on a show and somebody will ask you something and if that same person had asked you that question outside of an interview situation just in the pub or something there would be no hesitation. You'd have answered the question, had a laugh. Everything would have been fine. But for me, there are those odd moments where somebody asks me something, and I'm like, uh, uh, um, "Yeah, yeah, that's a good one. Yeah, um, uh, just give me a, and some. Yeah, so that's the only thing um, <laughs> that kind of throws me a wee bit. Other times, I'm just like, "Yeah, cool. You go and have the rest. you go and cook the dinner. I'll just sit at the table and eat it. It's all good. So, yeah, I get what you're saying with that. So based on that, then." How do you prepare? So you know you've got an interview coming up. Yeah. How do you prepare? Any tips for someone like listening today or whenever you're listening to this episode, you've been booked onto a podcast yourself and in the run-up to that, what do you do to make sure that your best foot's forward when you're recording?
1: Love this question. So there's a couple of things that I would do to prepare. First things first, listen to some podcast episodes beforehand. Get familiar with the structure, with the format, what sort of vibe they've got just make sure don't go into it not knowing or not listening to anything prior because that is the worst thing that you can do so just spend some time doing some digging and listening to some episodes beforehand something that I like to do is um, make sure that I get questions sent to me beforehand so that's something that I'm really mindful of um, with my guests on my shows is that they're getting questions, so then they can best prepare. And sometimes, depending on the interview and how the conversation is going, you might not get through all the questions, or there might be new questions, but at least then you both have got a structure, you both know where you're going, and also, you've got points that you know that you want to cover and say in your answers Um, I'm a bit like a magpie and I see shiny stuff so my brain can go all over the place whereas if I've got pointers that help me steer my conversation then my answers are going to be much better I'm gonna yeah my message is going to come across Uh, check your equipment is working beforehand Uh, so obviously if you've got a setup that you know that works you've used it for a good few times it's still worthwhile checking it isn't it but yeah just make sure that oh if i close, are you still there yeah oh, sorry. sorry we can cut that out uh <laughs> something popped up on my screen and i press pressed press the close button and then you disappeared but anyway continuing uh check your equipment i mean apt that that happens when i'm talking about checking your equipment <laughs> um enjoy remember to enjoy yourself as well like we do these things for fun If you're having fun and you're actually wanting to be there, it will come across in your voice and as you're talking to that person. And be fully prepared that things can go wrong. (laughs) There's human error, like things, technology things happen, like you've told everyone in your household that you're recording a podcast yet they still decide to start playing their steel drums really loudly (laughs) do you know what I mean like there's Mm -hmm. always things that can go wrong but the greatest thing about a podcast is it can be edited do you know what I mean so it's not it's not live unless you're live streaming it of course um but most of the time podcasts are there to be edited so yeah things go wrong it can be edited
0: out that's a good point yes yeah some great tips there. i want to re-emphasize one of them and also add one to that list so um make sure that you enjoy that's such an important one you know because i think we all get swept up and preoccupied mentally with making sure that our answers are going to be spot on and make sure everything's cool and we're coming across as we want to be perceived you know to the interviewer and the, the listeners of that particular podcast but sometimes that can detract a little bit from why you're actually there in the, like you said it's there to you're there to to enjoy yourself and and have a good time so uh, and then one just to add to the list is that when you're when you are um the interviewee 99% of the time you'll get asked the question so tell us a little bit about you tell us a bit about how you got into x or yeah how did you do y that sort of thing that question is probably the most common i think for for any uh, interviewee so um like sarah said in terms of if you can try and get the question sent over to you beforehand so you can make a little bit of prep for that not too much you don't want to be too clinical but just make sure you've got a, a sort of an idea in your head but that particular question try and have that one rehearsed a little bit i know it sounds weird but i've listened to many podcasts where someone's been asked that question and i'm asleep 15 minutes later because they're like yes and then i went to a a different college after that and and then we went to this other one and then i bought my first microphone and you know it tends to go on for for ages so have that question kind of rehearsed roughly and try and keep it to a minute or two
1: Can I add another one to your additional one?
0: (laughs) Shoot, yeah.
1: I I put my hand up, not that
0: people can (laughs) see. I
1: got another one. Uh, So um, normally as well, at the end of um, a podcast episode, they'll ask, oh, so how can people get in touch with you? How can they carry on the conversation? Um, So many times I forget what my Twitter handle is. I mean, it's information just goes from you like how many times you forget your pin number do you know what i mean how many times you forget like your mobile number like these things that we we know like in that moment some questions throw us like we said earlier so along with um yeah your your practice short bio uh make sure that you have listed those like your your social media handles and where people can find you and the things that you want to promote
0: indeedy yes and before we move on this is just a a Nice, a nice, shameless plug for Captivate here. So part of our guest booking platform that you can use within Captivate, there's a section within the episode planning stuff where you can add, as well as add all of your guests um, or, you know, as if somebody is doing the interview and they send you the information through Captivate, there's also a nice section in there where you can add a load of notes, basically, that doesn't appear, uh, they won't appear on your final show notes when it gets distributed, but as you're recording you can have all of your notes there. So you can put all that stuff in there. Um, so it gives you a little, a little, a little nod if you, uh, if you forget anything. So yeah, the guest booking platform um, and the episode planning feature within Captivate will help you with that stuff.
1: Smooth plug.
0: Uh, I'm doing, uh, doing this for a while now. <laughs> <laughs> no, moving on. So, and you said this was a good question. So scenario, you're on an interview. And you feel like, hmm, this is great and all, but I just feel like the, the interview's dipping a little bit. There's some awkward silences here and there. My questions are not really landing. The, the, the interviewer is like, oh, OK, on to the next question. It just doesn't quite feel uh, like it's sort of going anywhere or it's any good. So any advice on what to do as the interviewee in that situation then?
1: This is such a good question and a bit of a head-scratcher because, yeah, this this is such a hard situation and first things first, you don't want to offend that other person, do you? You don't want to be, like, call them out and be like, look, (laughs) what's going on? This is dropping. (laughs) You don't want to make enemies, do you? Um, But the only it is hard isn't it because what can you do in that situation um and I think the only things that you can really do is um being yourself and try like being authentic and try if it's in your personality to be jokey try and do that be yourself uh, share an experience that is fun that it's gonna like uplift the the conversation um, ask a question to the interviewer. Um, so maybe you can switch things up by getting them to think. And then when they answer a question, then maybe you can back and forth off that. Um, so I don't know if that really answers the question. I don't know what you would say to this one, like other things that you could really do.
0: That does answer it, yeah, that's that's cool. So be yourself, yeah, exactly. just um try and inject your your own personality into what's happening so it doesn't sound as as dry and as um as forced, if you like, because there are two trains of thoughts about one. The first one is the person who's interviewing you, they might be fresh into this you don't know, you know, well, if you've done a bit of research, you should, but you know, if this is a brand new episode and they're like three episodes in and it's their first podcast ever, and then they're getting people on their show, chances are they're very new to it. So they're nervous as well. And they're inexperienced with, with, with pushing an interview. But I think it comes down to the second thing is it's very similar to what I think TV broadcasters and everybody had training like back in the day, maybe they still do it now. I don't know where you're interviewing somebody and you just don't you just avoid the dead space. So anytime that you can pick up on that if you can feel there are there are long pauses between questions and answers and it just feels like it's it's really dragging then like you said use your personality and just say something. It doesn't matter what it is. Just say something and a good trick that you can use is to fire that question back to that person in that dead space. So if they've just said to you You know, what's your favourite colour? And you said, oh, you know, as a designer, the colour wheel, you know, equals blah, blah, blah. Um, If you know that there's a pause coming, because that's been the vibe of the interview for the last five, 10 minutes, then just say something like, and also, Timothy, what do you think to blah, blah, blah? What do you think? Try and get them, try and pull them into the interview and the conversation a little bit as well, because it can be a little bit rough with that.
1: Yes, Definitely. Definitely.
0: Just say something. It doesn't matter. <laughs> really banana doesn't. hammock. There but you go. <laughs> <laughs> yes, banana hammock's a great one. Call cool beans. And um, <laughs> so <laughs> it really can be... And the thing is, it sounds stupid. Honestly, it sounds stupid, but you've just done it now. So if, it, if you're on an interview, obviously, if you're on a... You have to judge this. Please, Captivate Listener, if you're on a certain podcast and you're talking about something sensitive... Or something that's, you know, relatively serious. You don't just want to drop in the banana hammock because you're going to sound weird. But just feel the vibe of the room. It's not a room. You know what I'm trying to say. I feel do. the I do. Feel feel what's going on and, uh, and just say something. If it's a very serious podcast, if you're talking about some kind of experience with people's medical conditions or, you know, if they're grieving or it's that kind of personal podcast then you can still do that, but just do it in a more tactful way and try and just read the vibe a little bit. Mm. No banana hammocks on on those ones. So does it get easier over time, dude? So once you've done this for a while, is it does it become less intimidating?
1: Practice makes perfect, age yeah. old saying. Um, mm-hmm. So if I compare the first podcast episodes where I was um, being a host or an, an interview guest, um, I am much better now Like you you progress you develop you do get better because um your skills just the more times you do something the more times you like try something or you're you're developing your skills you are going to get better so you're always going to have nerves and it's good to have nerves I think it's if if you're ever getting to a place where Um, you're being asked to be on a podcast show and you're not getting nerves you're not getting feelings whatsoever then that's a bit of a weird place to be because you can use those nerves can't you and um, it's good energy Uh, it's just about sort of combating them and yeah and it does get easier over time because you get better at answering questions you get better at um, knowing pauses you get better at putting your message across like yeah it does get easier
0: it does yeah it definitely does and I think you will always have that I think anybody that does anything in front of a crowd or in front of somebody for a living or if they've done it plenty of times will tell you that it does get easier but then like you said the nerves should never dissipate they should never if you just waltz into something just 100% cool as a cucumber and you know you you're you're probably not passionate enough about what you're talking about you know that kind of thing now don't get me wrong there's probably the odd person that's just they were born to do it and they just never feel nerves or anything like that they just totally cool that's obviously cool we're not saying that you're not passionate about that thing if that's your natural kind of way of thinking of course but for the for the mere mortals among us you know the the general folk Uh, it does get a bit easier but there is one thing this is a good subject that I'm glad that you wanted to include in this one there is one thing that does come back at you in waves I think is the best way to describe this subject it's not a um well I don't know it depends for me at least anyway this subject hits me it it comes in a wave and then it goes for a while and then it comes back and it goes for a while I don't know about you Sarah but and that is this feeling of imposter syndrome and it's such a big it's such a a big thing that is widespread across everything, not just podcasters, not just our industry, but most things, especially creative people mm. or anything like that. It's a real pain in the in the beep. So this is we could do a whole podcast episode on just this subject. But in order to just sort of top line it, have you got any help to for somebody that is feeling that way, especially in the run up to a podcast interview, because it can. You know, it can hit you like a brick wall sometimes. You know, it can stop you in your tracks.
1: Definitely. Uh, so, my tips and advice, because I suffer with imposter syndrome, st- like still do, and like you say, it comes, comes and goes, like waves. Sorry. It mm-hmm. like hides for a bit, and then it comes out, and yeah. So, it's always going to be there. It's always going to be lurking into the background. Uh, my first tip is to actually lean into that feeling. Because imposter syndrome is a good thing because it means that you are out of your comfort zone. You are trying something new that's not familiar to you. You're doing something, it's pushing yourself. So it's a good feeling to have, have that imposter syndrome because because you're you're developing yourself, you're pushing yourself. Like and that's what we should be doing. We should be like not staying in the the safety net but we should be going out and trying stuff and yeah definitely pushing ourselves and doing things that don't feel too familiar with us because that's the only way that you're going to grow as a as a person whether that's in your career or personally or whatever it is a good thing um also be kinder to yourself right you have either been asked be on a podcast or you've been accepted so they obviously trust you they trust what you're saying they want you to come on their podcast because if they didn't you wouldn't be there right so be kinder to yourself you've got this um get yourself a cheerleader this sounds a bit of a weird (laughs) one but um I was this topic comes up quite a lot because I've talked about it on uh, podcast shows that I've done in the past um I've talked about it on other people's podcasts Uh, but one lady that I was speaking to Christy Plantinga uh she's based in America and she has her own um SEO agency specifically for therapists I think it is um but she said one of the big things that's helped her is getting herself a cheerleader so whenever she feels feels down or whenever she feels like she can't do something she reaches out to a person or a group of people and it's just like look I need someone to be my cheerleader right now can I do this and of course they're going to say yes yes you can and 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 you need that you need someone to be there with the um the metaphorical uh pom-poms I'm doing my pom-poms and Gary's looking at me like what you doing sir Mm -hmm. Uh, (laughs) but yeah get yourself a (laughs) cheerleader um and then prepare okay so um this links back to my earlier episode um my earlier point not episode thinking podcasts um but prepare for the podcast uh episode, find the evidence, find the stats facts to back up what you're saying because that's only gonna help you know that what you're saying is true. Uh and you can even sort of reference that evidence as well. So yeah, don't know if you've got anything to add there, Gary.
0: No, that's some great ones there, dude. I think the only um yeah, so the 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 main one for me out of your list there is to remember why you've been asked to be on there in the first place. You know, somebody wouldn't ask you to come onto their show if they felt like you didn't have a a voice about that subject or that niche or that whatever it is, it just wouldn't happen. Like I wouldn't invite somebody onto one of my podcasts just randomly. And, and you know, be, it just wouldn't happen. So just really, I know it's very easy for someone to say that, but really try and remind yourself of that. You know, you're being asked on there for, you're being asked for a reason, you know, that they want to hear your your take on on whatever their podcast is about or both of your podcasts are about Um, the only other thing i would add is to try and get into the habit of um very similar to what you said about leaning into it and your comfort zone and that is trying to put a different frame around your feelings on that stuff so it's very similar to when you're feeling nervous or scared about something um you're it, it can be like um like you said, a voice in your head that won't, that won't shut up after a little while and it can, it can really sort of derail you and, and so on. So if you, but if you think about that from just a, a, a human perspective, it's exactly the same emotion if, as if you were at a fairground or a theme park and you're about to go on a roller coaster. You feel that same nervousness and that fear, but the only difference is you're willingly putting yourself in to do that. It's exactly the same feeling. That those nerves because that imposter syndrome has got into your head and now you're feeling nervous and so on so just try and get into the habit of putting a different frame around it just frame it in a way like okay this is cool like you said lean into it it's exactly the same feeling as that now i'm just going to compartmentalize it i think yeah and just put it away in a box
1: uh, yep. something to add to that as well is that um it's often the fear um the thought of something is normally 10 times scarier than actually doing it and I mean there's probably some psychological reason like with your brain I don't know not gonna (laughs) admit that I'm not gonna say that I'm a I, I get the brain and stuff but I suppose my point is that if if you don't know what to expect and you haven't had this experience before or I don't know something's new of course you're gonna fear that unknown aren't you but Every time that I've done something new, the thought of it is always way, way scarier than the actually do, the actual doing it. Like some things mm. you'll try, you don't like. Some things you try and you absolutely love it. And nine times out of ten, I the times where I've had a new experience, uh, touch wood now, um, I've I've come I've come away buzzing like, oh my god, I'm really glad I did that. I'm really glad that I tried that new experience. But also on the flip side, if you've tried something, you didn't like it or it didn't work out or for whatever reason, you know, don't you? Like mm. you don't want to be, um going to have a really profound moment here, but <laughs> on your deathbed, I know it's getting a bit morbid, but you don't want to be ever thinking, oh, I wish I did that. I wish I knew what it was like to do that. Like the more things that you say yes to, the more times you get outside your comfort zone You're going to try stuff. You're going to love stuff. You're going to hate stuff. Life is like Marmite. There we go. There's the (laughs) caption for 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 this podcast episode.
0: Crikey, we went deep there, Sarah.
1: (laughs) Do we need a moment to reflect?
0: (laughs) A a, a reflection period, yes. Um, Yeah, you're going to get an invite drop in your inbox now. Some psychology podcast is going to have you on talk about that stuff. Yes. No, that's great stuff, dude. And it does sound deep. It does sound, um, and it is quite profound. But sometimes you do need to dig deep. Sometimes, when especially when it grabs hold of you, and you don't see a way out, grab your cheerleader, as you said earlier. Get on the phone, text somebody. Just say, "Look, I'm a, I'm on this podcast tomorrow, and I feel like beep. You know, please help me out, BFF. Whatever you got, you know, and just do whatever you can. Frame it differently. Talk to your cheerleader. Do whatever you can." Um, And absolutely agree, dude. The thought of it is always worse. It's like the first day at a new job, first day at a new school. Um, Yeah, my son is doing his work experience placement this week. And on Monday morning, he was like, Dad, I'm beeping myself. I really don't want to do this. I'm like, dude, at the end of today, you'll be like, that wasn't that bad at all. I promise you. But you can't feel that way prematurely. You just have to force yourself through it. And at the end of the day, lo and behold, he's like, that was really cool. That was really good. So
1: definitely think about it that way definitely
0: definitely yes okie dokie last question any closing pointers or tips to anyone that's got an interview coming up dude what should they do just to round this off
1: okay i'm going to end on a point that i said earlier and just enjoy it enjoy yourself yeah like remember to breathe don't talk too quickly um and just enjoy your time have a have a nice little chit chat do you know what I mean? Just, just enjoy it because that's why, hopefully that's why you said yes to being on this podcast show, because it's something that you enjoy. And it's something that you're passionate about, or there's something that you really want to talk about because you re- you really want to, you really want to get into it. So just enjoy it and remember, remember what you're passionate about, why, why you're wanting to go on the podcast in the first place, what the topic is that you want to, uh, discuss whether it's something that you're really passionate about like star wars um maybe there's like something for like do you know what just enjoy yourself is that that would be my ending statement
0: oh nice man yeah just enjoy yourself yeah don't be nervous don't be nervous at all it's all good we get nervous all the time exactly We're it for ages so
1: yeah exactly
0: Oh, some great stuff there dude what a great episode that's it's been really cool to dig into your um into your your very clever brain and uh, get your thoughts on that stuff so um yeah thank you so much dude it's been great chatting about that stuff and we'll have you on again soon I'm sure
1: amazing I've very much enjoyed my time with you today Gary
0: cool right we will take care of you catch you later bye thank you so so much Sarah that was an awesome chat she's like I said before that interview she is so experienced with that stuff appearing on on podcasts and making sure that her answers and everything she's prepared and she's researched the subject matter and where it concerns imposter syndrome, that's a big subject that's close to Sarah's Sarah's heart. she she suffers with that herself. I suffer with that from time to time. The best of us, even some of the podcasts that you listen to that are getting millions of downloads and quote unquote, are the pro podcasters. Trust me when I say that they all suffer with that at some point or another. so you are not alone when uh when you uh or if you start to feel that way so thank you very much sarah that was very cool a really cool insight into your thoughts on being interviewed on podcast thank you so much for your tips and your help as well i'm sure our listener will find that very helpful the next time that they get asked to be uh, to be a guest on someone's podcast That was episode 25. Thank you so much for going back, listening to another week, another episode here at Captivate Insider. If you're new to Captivate Insider, then welcome. It's great to have you here. If you've not listened to any of the previous episodes, go and check those out. Loads of cool subjects and tips and tricks on podcasting in general. And of course, using Captivate, our platform to power your podcast. So make sure you're following or subscribing in your fave podcast app, or you can listen online in your browser. Head over to insider.captivate.fm. And if you're not using Captivate yet to power your podcast, then you can head over and start a seven-day free trial. It's captivate.fm. You can sign up there and get access to all of our features. Nothing's locked behind a paywall in the trial. Kick the tires, see what you think, and uh, and get your podcast up and running. And if you've got a podcast elsewhere, then that's all great. But if you're looking for a bit of a change, I just want to see what's out there. It's super simple, super easy to bring your podcast over to Captivate. It takes a couple of minutes to import it over. And again, you get access to every feature within that seven-day trial. So give that a go and see what you think. It'll be very cool to, um, to get all the features that we offer to um, start getting through that list that I mentioned at the beginning. So all the things that you want to get done with your podcast, Captivate makes it really easy to start the ball rolling and get that stuff done. Until next week for episode 26, take care of yourself and happy podcasting.